Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It is July 12th, 2023. I will be joined very shortly by Alex Pawlowski of Sour Graps. It's your AEW a Dynamite post-show review brought to you by athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Right out of the gate, want to encourage you guys, leave a thumbs up, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. We'll tell you how to do that in a bit. That shapes the direction of our show and what we spend most time talking about. A lot of stuff happened on this show. A lot of stuff happening in the wrestling world in general. Kind of easy on the schedule throughout the remainder of July. We do have Slammiversary coming up this weekend. We got Blood and Guts next week as well. But we've had a lot of stuff over on FightfulSelect.com. We reported that Kota Ibushi would be joining AEW. That did happen today on FightfulSelect.com. We reported that WBD is in favor of an expanded AEW pay-per-view schedule. We had a significant update on those talks with Warner Brothers Discovery and AEW. Uh, Just a ton of stuff. News on the argument that happened after WWE Raw. Just a ton of stuff just in the last couple days on FightfulSelect.com. Updates on Johnny Gargano, Bray Wyatt, why he's not around, Becky Lynch. It is the best $5 you will spend in pro wrestling. Even if you don't like exclusive wrestling news, you can go over there and listen to a number of great podcasts, including our Q&A shows. This week alone, I'll be doing one. Graps will be doing one. But if you want to get your question or statement in here on this show, Donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash fightful or at humperchats.com. Humper Chats is a, a Streamlabs platform. It allows us to keep a little bit more of it. And you can send your questions or statements uh, throughout the day, and our moderators will gather those, send them our way. We've got post shows almost every night, every night but Sunday. And then we got great shows like Wrestling Perspective, Grapsity, 
uh, the spotlight, listing your boy, all that good stuff. But right out of the gate, we got a humper chat from our friend JP says SRS today. Someone asked if you ever get annoyed by not know, or by knowing all the surprises that are coming in wrestling. And you said that you are surprised sometimes. What are the most, or what is the most enjoyable surprise that came up that you were unaware of and how long ago? So I, it's hard to like really quantify that. One of them was Johnny, even though I got the, I got the heads up about 60 seconds before he walked out, it wouldn't have been enough time to really publish anything. And I'm not just going to, arbitrarily tweet out a spoiler like that but i'll just take it back to just a couple weeks ago or or just over a week ago john cena i didn't expect that to happen i had been told that surprises were coming but uh, i wasn't i wasn't expecting that parker says i'll be honest wasn't expecting pack good twist here's another plug for fightfulselect.com we did the list in your boy uh rec spec uh list goes on episode my two picks were Pack and Kota Ibushi. We knew Kota Ibushi, but uh, we'll be getting into it. Adam Weller says, I'm autistic. Tonight felt like a neurodivergent audio nightmare. Music overlaps, commentary on the Archer clips that Excalibur spoke over, etc. cetera. Uh, but uh, we've got, yeah, we've got situations like that that are, are a little bit harder to focus on in, in some situations. But I've got ADHD. I'm also a neurodivergent fellow myself, so I definitely feel your pain in that regard. Let's go ahead. Let's get into the show. Tom LaValle says, terrific show. Swerve versus Wayne was amazing. We're getting the Golden Elite for blood and guts. Let's effing go. Uh, Shot Kid says, percentage Mercedes uh, shows up next week. If we get her on the same show as Ibushi uh, in blood and guts, I may spontaneously combust. I think it's possible, but... I, I'm not counting on it, right? They're putting a lot into blood and guts as opposed to, hey, somebody's going to show up and do something. I still think Mercedes should have been the one uh, that, that showed up in January, but she didn't do that. And, and I think that they kind of learned their lesson there. And when they're going to tease somebody like they teased tonight, they at least I, I thought they both delivered. I thought they both made sense. I'll talk to you more about that. Very, very shortly. But we kicked off this show with Chris Jericho defeating Commander. So, Chris Jericho beating Commander. I got some mixed feelings on this. I, I The match, first off, good. You know Jericho is going to win, but sometimes that's the problem. You end up getting a lot of people in AEW that are like, wow, they're going to do all this cool stuff, all these cool moves, but they ain't going to win. And how many times have we seen that? Dante Martin was that for a while. A.R. Fox was that for a while. Commander is that. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it's any number. Of, sometimes it's Bandito. Even though Bandito was picking up wins for a while, it becomes a lot of, wow, this person can do incredible things, but they, they can't win. Now, in some situations, I'm glad that it, it cost people the match. And there were a couple clunky spots here, but all in all, I thought the match was pretty good. But you know Jericho's going to win. I like Jericho working this style of opponent as well, but you, you knew Commander wasn't going to win this. This wasn't his to win. It was his to, to do cool stuff and end up eating the pin to set up for what they had afterwards. But Jericho gave him an awful lot. Like Jericho was really helping highlight Commander in this situation. So I, I'm, I'm, I like that. Zach Schimmel says, I hope Alex is okay. He's having technical issues. He's working on it right now. Um, he's 
he's uh rebooting and all that stuff right now. So we'll see. Otherwise, I'll just go I'll just go solo tonight. I'll keep I'll keep all of you all to myself. How about that? Jericho defeating Commander. There were some spots that again I thought looked a little goofy, like the the 450 that Commander kind of stopped on. I don't know what the miscommunication was up with there. I honestly would have been okay if that codebreaker pinned Commander because I'm like, damn, sometimes those those moves need to finish people. Like sometimes those secondary finishers or those former finishers need to finish people. I listen, Alex isn't here, but I guarantee you he's gonna say that he hates Chris Jericho winning this match. But after this, Don Callis comes out, sweets talk, sweet talks Chris Jericho. He shows him a video from their days like almost 30 years ago. And Chris Jericho is shown in the ring. Like they both got these flowing locks, and Bad News Brown is there. And Jericho says, You know what? I thought that uh that I, I was maybe off on this, and, and maybe I am. Bad news brown told me back then I should I should stick with you, and I didn't do it. Maybe, maybe I made a mistake there. Maybe we should do this. Well, Jake Hager approaches Jericho backstage and is like, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so, Jericho. What's going on, buddy? No. No, don't trust Don Callis. Not him. Well, Chris Jericho says, well, you know what? Maybe maybe you do need to do your own thing. And Jack's like, or Jake, Jake Hager's like, man, listen, I know you all have history, but we've got history. And we've actually been around each other the last 10 years. He's like, I saved your life 10 years ago. It's like, you recruited me to this company four years ago. I left an MMA career for that. And he conveniently left out the part where he cashed in money in the bank on Chris Jericho and beat him. You don't got to bring that up. Don't got to bring that up. But Jake Hager did, as Huron's Gaming said, made me feel a little something there. And him handing over the hat. Oh, that was that was a nice touch. Uh, I think this is the, I think the hat the hat signifies the official breakup of Jericho Appreciation Society, and it needed to break up. Nobody's going to benefit from that anymore. Nobody's going to benefit from that anymore. Specifically, Garcia and Sammy Guevara, who got a big win over Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen in the Blind Eliminator Tag Tournament. I kind of thought that Orange Cassidy and Darby might end up winning this, but... The more I think about it, okay, you're going up against Cole and MJF. They are by far baby faces, so you need a bit of a heelish team. Daniel Garcia can obviously play the heel role excellently here. Sammy can whenever he needs to, right? But this match I thought was very, very good. I thought that that Darby showing Sammy a little bit of respect for how he's conducted himself since they had their matches was good because Sammy has been all right since then, right? Like Sammy has done significantly better than he had been. He's making a conscious effort. Like like the, the prospect of fatherhood seems to be changing him in some regard. So I like that that's playing out in front of us, but also the Yas breakup is playing out in front of us. So we're seeing these, these like conflicted feelings and where Daniel Garcia is is this guy who we all know is a phenomenal wrestler, but for the last year or so, he has had his identity as a sports entertainer, and now the guy that led him is like, eh, 
fly free, do your own thing. So I'm, I'm excited to see the conflicting aspects of Daniel Garcia's personality, because if you follow him on Twitter, you know, he's a brilliant guy, like, especially for a social media age, the way that Daniel Garcia like gets it and is able to relate to a certain group of fans, especially in a social media age is really, really great. He's got an amazing sense of humor. He has incredible aggression in the ring and believability. But when he does that dance, I believe him. I believe that too. So uh, nothing but love for Daniel Garcia. One of the things I liked was Garcia getting under Darby's skin. And when Darby gets whipped into the ropes, he just go, go, he went ahead and did the suicide dive out onto, uh, onto Daniel Garcia. I really actually liked the interference finish of this because we have seen this swerve Darby thing play out. And you got Prince Nana out there. By the way, Prince Nana has been fantastic. What a career resurgence for, for Prince Nana. Like the way that he fades into the background, but at the right time he highlights himself is very underrated. He, he is able to showcase performers exceptionally well without overwhelming the screen, right? And I think that is an underrated aspect of managing in pro wrestling. Sometimes, like if you're Stokely Hathaway, sometimes your strength is sometimes that, but also being this this great voice and this great personality and this great sense of humor. But I think what Prince Nana did was good. And it was very clearly a set-up finish interference thing like the parties involved like daniel garcia prince nana and swerve had this calculated beforehand and they distract darby he gets kicked in the head after thwarting that and ends up getting pinned it surprised me a little bit sammy gave him the gave him the loss i liked this i thought it makes an awful lot of sense to to move into the finals it puts over guevara and and daniel garcia who needed it a lot more than orange cassidy winning all the time and Darby who is perpetually over Aaron says, I hate that a few weeks ago, Jericho was up in arms with the thought of Sammy doing his own thing. Now he's like, Oh, it's fine. Well, maybe we haven't seen the end of that Aaron. And I agree. If, if this is the end of the road for that, I, I think there is something to be left there, but also I don't think that everything needs to have like a violent, dangerous split right like i don't think everything needs to have one of those brutal endings so to speak but i'm with you there i would like some some resolve to what we saw there vicky says srs any word on sting's face fightful heals me each day great show but too much callous alex you rule gabagool alex is great uh, yeah, I can understand if there's too much callus for you. Uh, Sting is healing up. Uh, that spot was not a good one, Vicky. I'm a, I'm a big Sting fan myself, but whoo, that spot he did. Who told him that was a good distance to jump from? Who told him that was a good idea? Who told him that was a smooth move? Bad, bad, bad idea. Bad idea here. Hook attacks Jack Perry from the truck. Lord Zypher says, I know it will not happen, but I can't get the idea of Big Bill as Jack Perry's heater out of my mind. Maybe. I'm interested to see how that works out because we're, we're about to talk about Big Bill. 
they've stumbled onto something very special there. But, uh, Lord Zypher, what I want to know is, are y'all with me here? It's got to be Anna Jay driving the getaway car, right? Like, she hasn't necessarily been around doing a lot lately. And it would make an awful lot of sense after he mentioned, you know, having the hot girlfriend and yada yada. She ain't wrestled since the, the Owen Hart uh, quarterfinal on June 21st on that, that episode of Rampage in Chicago. So it's been a few weeks. That's around the time, you know, we started to get that, the, the change in Jack Perry. So it'd make an awful lot of sense to me that she is the driver. She's ready to see her man stand up on his own. And uh, hopefully that will, will be the catalyst for change in her as well, because the I'm going to choke you out thing wasn't for me. It didn't hit for me. It wasn't a big one for me. I'll tell you what I love that they do. The AEW collision recap. I think they should have done this for dark and elevation and even rampage. Give me a minute, a minute and a half, two minutes, maybe this is what happened. Bam. You see Archer killing somebody. You see uh, a tag team win. You see Keith Lee beating somebody. And if you're running heavy on time on your show, you can just cut it. That way you've got that built in and you tell these people, Hey, watch this show. It's good. Or if people already aren't going to watch the show, they're going to go, cool. I know what happened. I can't say that I don't know what happened. And you're able to promote those shows and you have some flexibility with your time on the shows. So I like that they did that an awful lot. I am definitely saving Harley Cameron's rap class for uh, hopefully when Alex is here. He said he was booting up a few minutes ago. So we'll see. We're going to we're going to test his his equipment, so to speak, and hopefully he'll be here. Otherwise, y'all are stuck with me tonight. Get those super chats. Get those Humper Chats in. This week, guys, we're going to drop a very short interview with Pretty Deadly. We didn't get a lot of time at Money in the Bank to talk to these talent, as you saw with the LA Night interview that we dropped. But they're still fun. They're still a good time. But something that did get a lot of time, uh, Grapsley's interview with Athena. If you haven't checked that out, they got almost an hour with her last week. Uh, you're going to want to check that out. One of our most viewed interviews in uh, quite some time. Uh, at least in, in the last couple months, like uh, Osprey. So check that out, guys. A lot of great things that she talked about. Uh, her WWE departure, talked about her ROH run, AEW, the Jody Threat stuff. Just a ton of stuff there. Jamal says, this is the classic boy band split. It kind of is. Like, they're, they're going off on their own, but one's going to stand out, right? Somebody's got to be Justin. And somebody's going to be Chris Kirkpatrick. Who's going to be Chris Kirkpatrick here? I mean, or you can be the Backstreet Boys. None of them, none of them really succeeded solo, right? Sawyer said, even though Hook's obviously the babyface, keep running Perry delivery was shoot terrifying. It is like you look at him and he's not necessarily compared to other pro wrestlers physically imposing. If you saw him in person and he was tossing sons of bitches ass over tea kettle, it would be, but. You know, it works. It really, really works. What else we got here? Oh, man, the Nick Wayne video. My God almighty. You want to talk about immediate emotional investment. 
Nick Wayne. They show this great video of Nick Wayne. And I mean, I had heard there were some hurdles in, in doing this in putting this on the air and all this stuff. Cause they had to wait till he was 18 to get a lot of that. They had to use archive footage and other companies footage before they could do that, uh, before he turned 18. But he told the story of why, why things are happening, how things are going when he was nine years old, his father, Buddy Wayne, who trained Darby Allen, actually trained uh, Brian Alvarez as well, uh, started to train him. And they trained together for two years. And he said at that point he was training for himself to be a pro wrestler. And unfortunately, at the age of 11, he lost his father. But Darby always stuck by his side. And after that, he was wrestling for a lot more than himself. It was also his father, his father's legacy, his father's memory, what his father could do. And now when he wrestles, it's for him. Oh, my God, that was amazing. This kid is 18 years old. He just turned 18. He got his contract offer when he was 17. And he's had absolute slappers with Swerve. I'll tell you one of the big winners out of this match is Defy. Because a lot of people are going to find Defy and the stuff that went on between Swerve and, and Nick Wayne there. And they're going to they're gonna really like what they find. They're going to absolutely love what they see. And understandably so. Because Nick Wayne and what Nick Wayne is going to do is pretty amazing. Like you can tell physically he's going to fill out. Like he, he looked back at, at Seth Rollins when he was Tyler Black. You see some of that. And I'm not saying that Nick Wayne's going to become Seth Rollins. I, shit, I hope so, right? Like that's that's what you want. But you see these guys start to fill out. He is there as an 18-year-old. Buddy, I couldn't keep a job when I was 18. <laughs> He's about to travel the country on a global scale, like a global televised show. Unbelievable, man. I'll tell you one of those things that... Uh... Oh, but which Ryan Caccini says he needs to disappear for a year and needs to add size. Honest convo needed with Nick Wayne. Buddy, he's 18. Needs to add size. His gimmick is that he is an 18-year-old pro wrestler, Ryan. My friend. What, what are we talking about here? What? Listen, I, pre I very much appreciate the Super Chat, Ryan, and I respect your opinion, but his gimmick is that he is an 18-year-old wrestler. That maybe he is in this too young. That he is like, like maybe, maybe he's starting this too early. Those are the questions you got to be able to ask. Does he like that? What you're asking is quite literally what Excalibur can say. It's what Taz can say. Taz can sit there and say, you know what? Before I let Hook do it, I he needed to add some size. That's what Nick Wayne should. This show is sponsored by Better Help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Do et cetera, et cetera. That's the thing. That's the question. I'll tell you one thing that might help with that. All the benefits you can get from AG1. I've long sang the praises of athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, specifically AG1. Vitamins and minerals, pre and probiotics to help keep you from getting sick, that phytonutrient blend, the digestive support that regulates your digestive system, the immunity support, the adaptogens, plus that energy and metabolic support. I'm going to tell you how it's affected me personally. Uh, My digestion is way better with AG1 through athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. I don't get sick nearly as much. I got those pre and probiotics, that immunity support. I take a lot less caffeine throughout the day because I've got that energy and metabolic support. Uh, My my metabolism has increased and improved tenfold since using AG1. And as I always say, you want to be drinking your multivitamin. Right now, you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free travel packs when you go to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and get AG1. Uh, Whether I'm at home or on the road, one scoop or one pouch, eight ounces of water, drink it, you're good. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Saw your sentence of chat and says, will Nick Wayne be next? Let's hope not. I don't know what you mean by that, but uh, he is all elite. He is a f- officially all elite. I mean, we knew that he was signed uh, quite a while back. We knew that he was going to be joining the company. But this match was just incredible. Swerve gave a lot here. And I know that, that publicly facing people would be like, oh, well, Swerve didn't have to make him look good. Uh, he just good. Well, yeah, of course. But you can sit there and tell what kind of a ring general Swerve is. Specifically, situations like the Hiroshi-Tanahashi match. Where Tanahashi slipped and Swerve immediately got up, made up for the time, took a ring general stance, and and worked through that spot to where it wouldn't look like like goofiness, right? That way it wouldn't look bad. You could tell a lot in this from, from a positioning standpoint, a footwork standpoint. Swerve was taking charge here. And uh, you ain't got to do a whole lot to make Nick Wayne look good, but he still did. He gave a lot in this match. And AEW are so fortunate to have a Swerve Strickland. They are so so fortunate to have this guy. And if MJF weren't in the middle of his reign, we'd be talking about Swerve Strickland, possibly in the world title picture. I, at this point, I think he should be the one to dethrone Orange Cassidy down the line as well. 
He's incredible. He's helped the careers of, I mean, Trench, long gone. But, I mean, the best he was ever going to do was to be a crony for uh, for Swerve. I know he went to bat for Parker. That's done. But he's reinvigorated Brian Cage, got people interested in him. Khan uh, and Toa Leona are in a good spot now because of him. Prince Nana is in a better spot because of him. And now Nick Wayne is in a better spot to uh, because he's working with Swerve. Sawyer said, sorry, my Nick Wayne chat was in reference to guys like Dante Martin and Commander always losing. Yeah, I understand that. Um, I understand that, like, because that, that's what I had mentioned earlier. As I look at that, I'm like, Shit, man. Huh. It, it's, he could be, but I think that if they started him off losing a lot, it wouldn't be the worst thing. But I think that he needs to show that he can pick up some wins as well. But they might have him go on a bit of a losing streak early on and then pick up the big surprise win type of thing. One, two, three kids style. Albert Pont says Nick is third generation. Who is his grandfather? So it's actually his grandfather on his mother's side. Uh, Moondog Ed Moretti. So uh, there you go. FYI, there you go. Ryan Caccini says don't oversaturate is what I meant. Hey, if you want him to add size, why not saturate? Get it? That's a saturated fats joke, guys. Damn, I'm good. Don't y'all miss Alex? Don't y'all miss Alex? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he's right around the corner, right? <laughs> Alex is just waiting, just waiting. Hugh Janus says they used to do the banner with the dark results, but seeing the footage adds context that was lacking with just seeing who won the matches. Yeah, it absolutely does. Being able to see like just the finishing move goes an awful long way in a situation like that. So I wish that they would have done that. Arza says, we'd love to see a Nick Wayne phenom story like we see in sports. Who will help this ball of potential bloom and who will benefit from it? Yeah, I would I would really like that. Like you see Stokely Hathaway, Prince Nana, uh, others like lining up to perhaps manage this guy and, and see what he can do. But uh, we, we we got somebody here, guys. Alex Palowski. Hello. Coming to you live from my wife's laptop. Yeah, back back off that mic just a tad yeah. there, pal. You sound Sorry. like you're ordering from a Dairy Queen. Uh, yeah, I'd like uh, the Blizzard uh, cookie dough. <laughs> oh, it's it's a lot better now. It's a lot better now. So we, we've ran through specific parts of Dynamite. There were plenty of things that I definitely wanted you to chime in on yeah. one of them being Nick Wayne's debut with swerve just excellent from a technical standpoint I loved the fisherman suplex and then the bounce up into the bridge as well but I thought that swerve did a fantastic job as a ring general in this match like he really stood up and made Nick Wayne look as good as possible in this situation um he's the perfect guy to do it because he's done it in the past uh, on the indie scene they didn't defy wrestling they were uh, if you haven't seen their Defy Wrestling thing from last year, I mean, g go watch it. Um, uh, they're perfect together. They work really well. It was it was, Storv was the absolute right guy to have the first match with Nick Wayne, um, and Nick Wayne is a is a natural. Like you can you can be 
really good at this and not be this good at this at 18 years old, just having turned 18 years old at like 18 years and two days. You could that it's very possible that that you can be good at this, but not this good this early. Um, So I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes. I love that they're like dropping him in immediately with these really cool vignettes. Great job by him of, 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 of just telling his story as naturally as possible. Um, and, uh, also like putting him in a really, like this was the in ring main event of the night. Like, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a crowd that wouldn't probably know him very well. And they immediately connected with him and he, he won him over with all the stuff he does in the ring. The swerve story is going to be great. Um, this is one of those things where you, where, as, as your report on FIFA select this week said, they're planning on doing Keith Lee versus swerve at some point. Uh, so for now, it seems like it's going to be Keith Keith Lee and Darby versus Nick Wayne and maybe Keith Lee. I mean, no, like no Nick, no sorry Nick Nick Wayne and Darby versus Swerve. And after last week, like maybe there's they're trying to put them back together again. Like all the Kings Horsemen and all the Kings Men couldn't put Swerve and Keith Lee back together again. But I don't know. Mister Costas, his whole point is more one two three kid and not action and ready. I thought the action. I thought the the. I think if they could do it over again, Nick Wayne would have been the person to get that surprise win instead of Action Andretti. Yeah. And yeah. Sheldon says, "Nice seeing AEW keeping Defy Wrestling continuity." Regards to Swerve and Nick. Swerve loses the Defy title to Nick. Then Swerve tells Nick that his first AEW match would be against him uh, for the Defy title, but he lost it to Kenta. I would love to see some aggression out of Swerve in that too. Like I was trying to highlight you. I was trying to highlight mm-hmm. this promotion and right. you went and screwed it up because you can't handle the pressure. Yeah. You can't do it. And then look what happened. You got yeah. to the big show and you lost there too. Swerve Real. is really good. There you go. There you go. Oh, buddy. By the way. Yeah. I hope you're ready for big show or uh, Paul White and Satnam Singh to come nose the nose at all in. Uh, that's a thing that's going to happen. It certainly is. Uh, but yeah, as far as Defy goes, uh, Sheldon sent a very generous super chat. Big thank you, Sheldon. I love that as well because yeah. Swerve is, again, he he is the perfect person to put in the ring with Nick Wayne because, again, Nick Wayne doesn't need help looking good. But the fact that they, they have that experience together and very clearly that is a comfortable position to be in after they've worked together right. since... February of last year over a variety of matches. And we're talking like a few months ago, they worked a 35 minute match. Mm-hmm. Like they've been in the ring. Pl- they have been in the ring together for over an hour yep. all together. Now yep. um, that's, that goes a long way. It does. Love that. Uh, what else do we got here? Grayman media says SRS. Nick has one match in AEW. We haven't seen him versus Jeff MJF. Chris, Christian, Kenny, Phil, Jay, Darby, Jack, or Sammy. He's got a lot of angles. Yes, I agree. Nick Wayne versus Jeff Jarrett. Book it immediately. Yeah, that would be great. That would be fantastic. Just, you know, a couple of multi-generational stars there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but I really I, I appreciate that, uh, Grayman. And you're, and you're right. Bizarro Big L says, Nick Wayne already has the crowd behind him. I need another match for him next week. I know I'm spoiled seeing blood and guts, but I want to see the kid uh, with a pumped crowd behind him, wouldn't mind him getting Darby and Hook behind him. All hail Queen Mario. Uh, as far as 
as next week. I don't want him to disappear. I'd rather him take losses repeatedly on TV than then get the big one, two, yeah. three kid win. Yeah. Then just disappear. Yeah. Action Andretti just disappeared, man. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, I I I like this stuff versus Scorpio over the weekend. But yeah. on on the FIFA Select post show with Kate, we were talking about how like that was you we we both thought at the time, oh, what a cool spot for this kid. Not only does he get the victory over over Jericho, but it's a ready-made feud with the veteran who can't stand that he lost to the rookie. And you can just do Jericho versus Action Andretti and and make like make the kid's life a living hell until he finally agrees to wrestle the kid again, and then the kid goes over it this time to actually seal it. What an awesome thing. What what a cool thing to do. And then they just never did it. We got skills that kills saying Nick Wayne to win the all Atlantic title from swerve. Absolutely enraging swerve for a program. Well, it's the international title now, but yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if orange Cassidy's going to lose that anytime soon, it does not but if he like does, it. yeah, I mean, he, they, they are very clearly positioning him to have a special, I'm mean, not positioning him. He's had a special run. He's yeah. already had a special run. He's out there killing it. Yeah. Uh, if at this point I'm like, damn, he should probably have it a full year. Can't right. believe he hasn't. I can't believe it hasn't been a full year yet. Yeah, but, it feels like it. Um, yeah, it, it's one of those things where I know a lot of people want to book the, the end of Orange Cassidy's reign, but it's one of those where I still think it's a strong reign. It's just a good reign right now, and it is there. We're going to defend this on TV a lot, Belt, and I'm the, completely fine with that. The only, the only thing is that it, it, it runs the risk for some um, of being just like, um, yeah, it's a given. We don't we don't really get up for anything like this because we know this is just the same. We're going to see a lot of this, and we've just seen so much of it. I think a, a shock title uh, title loss would be a would be a really good thing for for his character, the title itself, and whoever whoever beats him. Guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. We would greatly appreciate that. A reminder: subscribe to FightfulSelect.com if you like what Alex has to say. Maybe you like, or maybe you will absolutely hate what he has to say Mondays and Fridays. But I promise, if you hate it, you can just scroll past. Yes, it's okay. It's, it's not mandatory viewing or anything. Just five dollars a month, you get a bunch of shows, over forty extra shows a month, a lot of specialized stuff as well. Uh, we had a lot of news on there about blood and guts. We had we had a lot of news about Nick Wayne's creative for the last several uh, weeks as well. So check it out. The best $5 in the business. It's how we are able to bring you shows like this. Now, during this show or during this AEW Dynamite, I got a plethora of text messages from Righteous Reg of Grapsity, who... Uh, is going to host Ask Grapsity on Thursday. Subscribe to Fightful Select for that. Get your questions in there. Mm-hmm. And they were things like greatest segment of all time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. generational talent. Yes. Better than Rakim. Wow. Um, yeah, these were things that Righteous Reg all mm-hmm. said about Harley Cameron mm-hmm. and Harley Cameron's rap right. class. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um I mean, he was comparing Harley Cameron to Guru of Gangstar to uh, a tribe called Quest. Wow. He was, yeah, That's high I praise. know, right? That's it high is, praise. It is. Yeah. And he said, man, the only thing that would make this better mm-hmm. 
was if she also produced it. Right. And I said, okay, Reg, I will make sure that I, I say all these things on the air. Mm -hmm. But he's mm -hmm. like, make sure you say them on the air because right. I can't wait until Grapsity Saturday at noon. Because mm -hmm. he's playing up a character, right? You, yeah. you know, you do that all the time, Alex. Oh, all the time. It's, it's playing, entirely a gimmick. The whole thing's a yes. gimmick. He's playing up this character where he thinks that he says this segment isn't good. But to me, privately, right. he's just saying that it is the mm -hmm. greatest thing it's, of all it's, time. It's so funny because privately, he is sending you all of these messages. But publicly, yes. he's saying that jail time is required for everyone involved in making it. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Right? yeah. It is very weird mm -hmm. that he said mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Um, Harley Cameron <laughs> did go full Eminem Godzilla. Uh like there, there are some people that are actually surprised by her music chop. She is a musician. This is this is a real thing. I found it very entertaining. Legitimately, mm -hmm. I did yes. not find a, I did right. not see a problem with it at all. I thought it was right. very funny. Uh, well, yeah, I thought it was supposed to be one of those things that you look at and you would think it was supposed to be ironically bad. Then she did it, and you're like, "All right, she did that pretty good." Right. And I, I, uh, I, um, I thought I had the same thought. I was like, I don't know if this is good or not. Let me let me check with Righteous Reg, and and at, like now he he he's he 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 DM'd you different things, but yeah. I was like, yeah, for sure. Right, I'm I'm gonna defer to my man Righteous Reg on this, and I went to his Twitter feed, his public Twitter feed, and I was like, I guess that wasn't any good, because I listen, I trust Righteous Reg on things like this, and well, I mean, Righteous Reg did preface all of this by saying. SRS, comma, I know you know a lot more about music than me. Yeah. But, yeah. and I was like, listen, man. He did say that. All right, man, whatever whatever you want. Ruby Soho defeated Sky Blue. Sky Blue keeps improving. Eloquent says she should have won, wanted her and Athena in a final. Athena and her would have made an awful lot of sense because, of you know, Athena's on this hot streak and also she's been whipping an awful lot of ass mm -hmm. with against some of the... I don't want to say younger talent, but newer talent. Because right. Jody, Jody Threat's very experienced, but when she popped up on TV, she got that ass whipped. Sky Blue is so good. She's like, you can tell that she grew up in watching like the women's revolution era of pro mm -hmm. wrestling, which I think is very cool because that's when the in-ring started that's to right. get really, really great on TV. So like a lot of her inspirations seem like they were the Becky, Sasha, Be uh, Bailey and, right. and Charlotte, you know, who's who's I don't want to speak for her, but it seems like it in the ring, mm -hmm. because a lot of the things that you see from her from an in ring standpoint don't seem to be motivated by the Divas era stuff. Maybe I'm wrong by that, but at no. least watching the in ring. Right. It's really good. There's there are sometimes like when blocking a punch, there's a little wasted motion. But then when she delivers a punch, mm -hmm. there's no wasted motion. And yeah. I really, really like that. But I'll tell you what I also like. I like Ruby Soho. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Get into the finals again. Yeah. At least that's something she can hang her hat on from this character standpoint. And honestly, at this point, I kind of want her to win it. Would I be upset if Willow won it? Hell nah. Mm-hmm. But I look at Athena and Willow, and I'm like, well, they've kind of had something recently. Right. Athena's won the ROH title. Willow won the New Japan title. There you go. Uh, Sky Samuel says, Sky has mentioned AJ Lee, and Bayley is an influence. I think AJ Lee is a, a huge reason the women's right. revolution happened, because yeah. she 
proved that a woman could dominate that show mm -hmm. from a character standpoint and do really, really right. well. But uh, I'm, I'm glad Ruby won here, and I thought that Sky Blue did did a great job. She did a great job. Um, she sold she sold the knee like crazy. That was excellent. Um, I thought she was going to tap out in the in the in the knee in the the that um, single leg, um, and I'm I'm glad that they they extended it to where they did. Um, also, um, like Ruby blatantly cheated to beat Willow, but in this she just outsmarted Sky Blue. Yeah. Which I honestly think is a really cool thing for. Listen, we know now that they have no problem bringing up stuff from um, uh, a year ago in a in a tournament to say, "Hey, this is this is feeding into their match tonight." So if Ruby tries something like that on Sky in a year, and Sky isn't 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 outsmarted by it, then we see the character growth. I, I thought this was excellent. I liked that Ruby um, didn't rely on the other outcasts to beat Sky Blue. Um, uh, I'm sorry, not Willow. What? Uh, who she? Who she beat in the first round? Um, uh, Brit. Brit. Sorry, Brit. Yes, um, and that's and so, that's a big win. That's a big win. Um, and uh, if, as it seems, especially since they went ahead and added the stipulation to the Athena Willow match, that if Willow beats Athena in this non-title match for Athena's title, then she gets a title match for Athena's title. Yeah. So in two ways, one, uh, Ruby winning tonight, um, and also that extra stipulation for the ROH title, it does feel very um, very obvious that Willow is going to win this next match with, uh, with Athena. Um, but that's fine, because I love the idea of, of the history between Willow and Ruby, which never really got addressed when Ruby joined the outcasts um, because a, 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 I don't know, six weeks before that she and Willow were teaming up uh, all the time and, and we're good friends. So I love that there's that involved too. This, this should be a really good one in the finals of, of that tournament for the women. Very excited for that. Uh, Albert says, I know Ruby's the heel, but has carried the outcast worked her butt off in the ring and deserves to win the Owen cup. I, Albert, I'm with you. I would love mm -hmm. that. And like I said, Athena has been ROH champ uh, Willow has has won the new japan title recently and and of course dropped it but i i would really like to see that yeah koi stalling says oc wrestler of the year okay so last year in the fightful awards there was a surprise winner with singles wrestler of the year and we're talking about singles in-ring wrestler of the year mm -hmm. dax harwood won yeah and he had an incredible breakout year i think that there's a possibility that oc could win but man Will Osprey is going to be tough to beat. Uh, 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 OC is a is a top three guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's one of those things. Where, like I don't know. I don't know that he'll he'll beat somebody like an Osprey. Um, but uh, like he's he's got to have it just for the um, the wide breadth of people that he has faced and put on like great fifteen to twenty minute matches with, um, and for the co continuity of his reign. Like, listen, I, I'm I'm kind of ready for that reign to end only because I don't want to see it outstay its welcome. It's still good now. If it, if it goes on another six months, you might we might look at it as not as great as it has been. But I don't want to take anything away from OC as part of it because it's kind of crazy how he's he's carried individual injuries from from individual matches through his entire reign. Like 
he's he's working with a with a beat up hand. That happened when he punched the trio's belt when he had his match with Murphy like weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Like he's got he's carrying individual things he's banged up by from specific moments in specific matches weeks and months ago. That's really great stuff. Brent Lockman says, what is the hang up with putting any effort into Battle of the Belts? It's really weird at this point. Uh, yeah. Listen, I just, I have not had a bit of interest in Battle of the Belts since number one. Right. The, Period. The, I haven't, I haven't given a damn about no. it. The, the, the thing of it is for this one is you have Collision as the lead in. Battle of the Belts is also going live, like right afterwards. So you have the opportunity to like make things interesting by oh, it's live. And as far as I can tell, there's been one match announced for it, which is Luchasaurus versus Sean Spears. Yep. So to me, that seems like we're gonna get maybe something that happens on collision immediately added to the Battle of the Belt card for later that night, kind of a thing, another title match that happens. I don't know. But it feels very odd to me that that thing is happening in a couple of days and we don't know anything other than one match on it. I'll ask Iridian, Cresta, and Rick what they want to do there. If they want to do like a watch-along, a pseudo-watch-along during the collision post-show, mm-hmm. uh, they'll be able to do that. But uh, guys, make sure you tune in every Saturday after collision. We have a great team there. Riccicino, Iridian Fierro, and Cresta. Just do a great job. And I love to swing by there on on like I did this past week, like I did the first episode and give you guys exclusive news. I've been doing that on SmackDown quite a bit because that show is white hot in the ratings right now. Like people are people are loving it. So, uh, yeah, I swing by there with uh, Kate and Alexis. And, and quite honestly, I do Kate's job for her a lot because her her Internet doesn't work. So, mm, yeah, I'm surprised that she, this. I'm surprised she could type this full comment without her internet dropping, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Alex, let's talk about one of the best goddamn things going in pro wrestling right now. Yes, please. MJF and Adam Cole. I, I, I don't care how many times they tease the MJF babyface run. I'll like it every time. I will enjoy it every single time. Because we know he's a piece of shit. Everybody knows he's a piece of shit. Adam Cole is not getting fooled by this, no matter what he does. And you want to know how I know? Because we've watched Adam Cole be an incredible piece of shit in the past as well. Sure. Yet be very sincere as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. This is really, really great. Adam Cole, Um, MJF, hanging out again, Alex. I love this. Uh, at doing shots at the bar, um, and then MJF, uh, two for you and two for me of these four girls Try, who walk by. Tries to get him to cheat on yeah. Rip Baker is, on is it TV. Because, it is, is it because the camera's here? Because I can get that guy out of here, no problem. Is that all right? And um, I, I love that later on, Britt is blowing yes, his phone yes. up. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Love that. Um, but I did also like, uh, ladies, which of you would like to accompany the champion to El Baño? <laughs> like, <laughs> he comes uh, back zipping up his pants yes yes he does um he does um so so the hangout thing is fun i mean the the playing the video games is, is the best because we get to see um what i love about 
Um, <laughs> well, this seems episode. like something you'd be covering on Tuesday night, Alex. It does. It does. It does. But this is but this is good. This, this is, is good. This is yeah. Good. Uh, this is good. Not that's not. Um, what I love about MJF is that um, we've seen him do the fake baby face thing so often, and every time he pulls out a no, I've I never played video games with anybody before. So you gotta have you got to have friends to do that. And I'm like, oh, MJF, like, oh no, you're not gonna get me. You're not gonna get me this time. So let's let's talk about that. Adam uh, Cole's like, I'll wear the shirt if you do what I want to do. Yeah. And then we cut to it. It's them playing video games. Oh, it's so good. And I love that Adam Cole's like, your stats are great. There are no stats on that game. (laughs) There are none. Everybody's even. You could do intergender. It is a fighting game. That's what it is. And and a very, very fun multiplayer game. I'll I'll be Mm -hmm. streaming it sometime soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they play and they win the tag team titles together on AEW Fight Forever Mm -hmm. against FTR. By hitting the big rig. By hitting the old shatter By machine, too. The shatter machine. <laughs> oh, this is so now, much fun. I saw somebody uh, that said, listen, I don't um, I don't know what your plans were going into this thing, but pull the trigger on them, put the belts on them, let them go on a really fun, insincere babyface, two-man power trip type of type of thing, just for a few months. Cause because then you you immediately you inevitably have them losing the titles and Adam Cole versus MJF again. Like you could still do that. Listen, I want Adam Cole helping MJF retain his title. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Britt Lotwin says MJF is Eric Cartman. Yes. I can't you know what? I can't think of a better heel that has lasted 20 plus years <laughs> on TV and is still going today than Eric Cartman. <laughs> And he ain't never turned babyface for longer than a week. Um, I need uh, I need MJF to pull out a Adam. Adam, I'm seriously. I'm seriously. Just get him. Give him. Give me a seriously in there. I'm seriously, and I'll know that he's 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 he's, he's got the Cartman in him. I know it. And as you mentioned, um, MJF said oh, video games are a lot more fun when you're playing with a friend, mm-hmm. or when you're playing with somebody. And Adam Cole, who is a Twitch streamer, right, is like. Never played a multiplayer game before? Yeah. Yeah. And he says, well, you got to have friends for that. Gotta have, gotta have friends for that. <sighs> and Adam Cole played this off <laughs> so, so well. It's so cheesy. It's so, so cheesy. I love it. Yep. I love it. This is the playing on my basic emotions. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Then they have the match. But before that, Angel says, for the best MJF turn, Cole really needs to matter to MJF. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. I want them going out to dinner Mm -hmm. with like Brit and Adam Cole. I want Brit maybe even double like doing a double date thing. See, yeah. Yeah. If Chelsea or Deanna were outwardly public and single, that would be hilarious. Like if she was like she hooked him up with one of her friends in the industry. Yeah, that would be very, very fun to watch, like mm-hmm. a double date there, and it's yeah. somebody we were familiar with. Yeah, that would be very, very funny. Which I mean, there, there could be somebody, could be. Um, but just ah, oh, this would be very funny to watch. Uh, Parker Hines says, "Correct me if I'm wrong." MJF and Cole performed a shatter machine on the Fight Forever game. That match will hump. Yeah, oh yeah, I want to see MJF and Cole versus FTR. Also because, uh. MJF and Dax don't like each other, and I want to see them yep. working True. together 
just out I, of the oh my gosh of course a double date with rebel yeah there you go oh my god <laughs> i also now i i do want to see them versus ftr i do i do but i i think i'd rather see them versus bcg if bullet club gold pulls out the the, the victory um just because of the added adam cole and jay white connection like yeah. that from from a year ago where, where like he was like hey you're here to be my best friend right and jay white's like no i mean i'm here to have a triple threat with you and uh koda and uh kazuchika okada like there there's been some good <laughs> stuff there i also love the idea of um them uh working really baby face against two like absolute heels um it, there's also fun stuff there for them to do uh work for FTR. FTR's trying to be like good, but MJF just keeps pissing off Dax, so he works heel the whole match. That could be fun too. There's a lot of great stuff. So um <laughs> there was a segment backstage where Roderick Strong is still in his neck brace, and he's like, Man, are you really starting to like this guy? And listen, I don't think Adam is. I think Adam is still playing this whole thing like a fiddle. Brit's calling him. MJF's calling him saying, I just saw Brian Cage backstage. I've got the flu. Yes. I love this. I, I love little things like that, like them mm -hmm. having MJF put over Brian Cage. Mm -hmm. I can tell you guys this. When I was reporting a lot about Brian Cage's contract, MJF was one of those guys that was telling management, we need to keep him. We need yes. him. There, something can be found in him. Oh, and yeah. guess what? They found it the last two weeks. They found it. Big Bill, Brian Cage yep. is a hit. This is a hit. I love Lee Moriarty. Mm -hmm. But listen, I think that the Cage-Lee Moriarty team, mm -hmm. I think Lee Moriarty is a lot better on his own. Mm -hmm. Or maybe teaming up with Daniel Garcia in the future, sure. doing sure. something like that. I would, yeah. I would love to have them as like a stretching crew, just like two right. guys that – one up each other with how violent their submissions can be. I yeah. think that would be really cool because Brian Cage and Big Bill are a hit, and this yeah. match was a hit. Yeah. Brent Lockman says Bill and Brian's excellent swole venture are an awesome team and need to continue. Alex Sirloin Beef Sons of Bitches doing it. This is a far cry from Big Cass beating up a little person in a Brian no. Danielson feud and getting yes. fired, man. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, it is. Uh, Big Bill has shown he's grown so much since then. Um, uh, not not grown as in uh, you can't teach that grown, but um, like as as a person, which also you can't teach. So there you go. Um, but I think that maybe you keep these two in the in your back pocket to bring them back together here in a few months because I I do legitimately think that um, uh, Cage with Leona and and uh, Cowan is is a great trio an roh let, let that finish its 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 run at the same time you're you're planting seeds for big bill and, and lee to split up and then once everything's all done its thing then you can bring these two guys back together they already have a connection what i loved about this is that is it this was a parody of a wrestling match done to perfection this was art MJF coming in and getting the getting the crowd to cheer for a body slam and then going for it and immediately dropping to his knees screaming mother of god I cackled <laughs> I cackled on my on my couch 
this was so great. They they hit all the spots of the two undersized dude against the two bigger guys with all of the added stuff of the double clothesline and everything. Everything about this was pitch perfect. There is no less is more guy than MJF. He can right. get everything yeah. over. Yeah. Everything over. Yeah. Uh, Ronald Ginsburg says it's bad. MJF is taking all the offense in the tag match. Uh, no, I mean, you got to look at Adam Cole. Adam Cole came back from a very, very serious concussion. And after their their 30-minute match, there were concerns that he might have another one, that he might be banged up. So I think this is good. It buys them some time, all that good stuff too. Yeah. But this was great. Like, this was so good. He got them chanting double clothesline after this. Yeah. Tim McFall yeah. says, the AC MJF story is absolute gold. Getting clotheslines and body slams over. So basic, but so awesome. Kind of hope Jay and Juice beat FTR so they face them for the titles. It would be brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I would not be opposed to Bullet Club Gold against Adam Cole and MJF. Either one of those teams, especially after yeah. what I've seen. Collision. Yeah. So far, the winners of Collision are mm. Juice Robinson and Switchblade Jay White. Without, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Lord Zypher says seems pretty obvious they're going to win the tag tourney. Does that increase or decrease Bullet Club Gold's chances of winning this Saturday? I would say increase is based on some of the real life animosity that existed between Dax and uh, and uh, MJF. But you know what, Dax and MJF are also pros, and right, I ain't ever I ain't ever heard MJF or Dax say in my experience that they wouldn't work with somebody. No, I I think that there's a there's an excellent um, opportunity. Um, for that true heels versus these fake baby faces and making that work. But also there's so much intrigue around um, FTR and this weird thing that CM Punk has with MJF of like, okay, Max, you want the real belt? Come find me. Like there's, there's all this in interesting stuff there. I wouldn't be opposed to either, either one of them, but I do love that they uh, specifically had them beating FTR in the video game with the big rig, which man, I, I hope they hit that spot. If they actually wrestle, I hope Cole and, and MJF hit the big rig on FTR. I don't know if they win the match with it, but that would be an amazing near fall. What else do we got here? Lots of super chats, lots of humper chats. Keep them rolling in my friends. Yes. Yes, boy, says, who? how, who would you book as the next AEW tag champs? Well, if not FTR, I think Bullet Club Gold. I think they've got a little mm -hmm. something special they do. there. Yeah. But honestly, if not them, I think Big Bill and Brian Cage are very, very okay. special as, as a mow them down team right, right now. I think they yeah. should like do tag squash matches against established talent. What I saw out of them was a lot of people saying, don't like Brian Cage, Big Bill's okay. Them together, wow. They found what worked with those two guys. You look at those two guys, and you're like, something will work. Right. Well, as it turns out, Tony Khan's just really good at putting teams together. Mm -hmm. I mean, if Bullet Club Gold doesn't win um, uh, against FTR, I, I, I'm, I'm serious. I want to see MJF and 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 Adam Cole somehow sure. beat FTR, and this becomes the thing of. Adam Cole was put in this tag team with MJF after having that time limit draw and wanting a rematch with MJF. 
The thing about this is MJF, as long as he stays with Adam Cole and keeps Adam Cole happy, he never has to face Adam Cole again. And that's a really cool extra thing of it. Like keeping keeping the tag belts on him, that might be something really great. But that the, is that is a motivation of his is a guy that he couldn't beat, he doesn't have to face. I also want to want to call to attention to a, a specific thing they're doing in the matches where each guy is learning from the other in the match. Like yeah. specifically tonight, um, we had MJF do the the eye poke <laughs> to get around to to make a hot tag, and Adam Cole got grabbed his leg, his foot grabbed by Brian Cage and got out of it with the eye poke, which is not something I've seen him do. And that was that MJF on the apron looked to the crowd like, he's my best friend. He's doing my moves like this. This is so good, man. I love it. Trey Cash says MJF got a body slam and double clothesline over. He's on a different level. Yeah, so he hit that body slam and dropped straight down to the mat like he was dead. Man. Oh my God. If Big Bill would have rolled over and put a arm on him, he (laughs) might have won the match after that. Oh, no, uh, he should have done it. He should have rolled over, put a hand on him, and had MJF kick out at 2.99. What, a, what a near fall. What a near fall. It would have been great. Trey Cash, you're always so generous to us. But yeah, after the match, they're chanting double, clothesline. Yes. It's so corny. And like, I kind of wanted to see it, like yeah. on Big Bill, where he either takes it yeah. and sells it. If you want to go look at a hilarious sell. The Rock selling a clothesline from CM Punk yeah. on like Raw 1000, where he acted like he got blasted in the chest with a shotgun. Yeah. He's like this. <laughs> CM Punk, 205 pounds <laughs> at that point, probably Z packed up, yep, shit yep. in his pants during his matches, <laughs> and he's just like, ah. The fact that they they wanted to, to the double clothesline to Cage, but he he he's, he got away from it, and then yeah. Big Bill did his own double clothesline, clotheslining both of them at the same time with his one clothesline like when they when they pulled that out as a little like um a uh, little swerve to the crowd because the crowd was ready for the clothesline what they got was the opposite of that i was like these the people putting this thing together they know exactly what they're doing and all of the tropes have been perfectly tuned to make this thing work this this was one of my favorite matches I've seen in the last five years just because of how perfectly everything came together. I loved it. Tom LaValle says, could FTR turn heel alongside CM Punk? I think that group will be a, I always call them choose your own adventures. Depending on who they face at any given time, they will be face or heel. Right. Um, I, I think there's a possibility of that. I think the best thing is CM Punk turning heel on FTR. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, aligning with with Bullet Club Gold to cost FTR the belts is the is the biggest heel thing they could do with Punk right now. I don't know that they're going to do that, but that's my thing. I'm pulling for on Saturday is is a huge moment where we see CM Punk align with Jay White and Bullet Club Gold over FTR. One LT photo says, "As much as I love FTR, strap Bullet Club Gold." Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I really like uh I really like both of them. I I'm I'm legitimately interested to see how things go. Cause what I could see is FTR beat Bullet Club Gold two falls to one, and then it's effectively two falls to two between the two teams. Right. And they do it again sometimes. Sawyer says Cole and MJF, my favorite odd couple story since Riddle and Pete Dunn in NXT's Dusty Classic. 
I like this more than that. And I really liked that an awful lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trey Cash says he needs a buddy cop movie more than ever or buddy comedy movie more than ever. And with his in-ring skill and entertaining mic skills, do you think in 10, 15 years we're calling MJF the goat? Love you guys. I think, honestly, I think he would need to put in about 20 to be considered that because hmm. there's an awful lot you got to go up oh, against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go up against a good, you know, it depends on what the goat status is, but I think he, he could absolutely put himself in the conversation considering how young he was when he started, how quickly he got to the top, yep. how consistently yeah. entertaining he's been able to make things. There were points where it looked like, oh, well, we know MJF's going to hold this title for a year. This, So how will they keep it interesting? They kept it interesting they have. the they whole have. time. He's yeah. got a unique knack to do of doing that, Alex. Yeah, I, I also, there's just other stuff about him as a performer outside of all the wrestling stuff, even the promo stuff, the, the, the knowing exactly how to play these moments in this match of him walking up the ramp. And like, I, I don't think I can do this, buddy. Look at, look at the size of them. Like have it like have like being able to play all of these moments that have, that have felt so pat watching them for, for so many years because people are playing them and they're just walking through the, like he's fully playing them doing it ironically. And he's better at it than most people I've seen do these moments. He's, he's really, really got an instinct for, for all of the little nuances about what it is to be a pro wrestler. Um, And I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm more and more intrigued by that side of him than I am by anything else. In Simmons' best card, part of MJF and Cole is MJF having small, vulnerable moments, but knowing Cole secretly can't help out uh, but self-implode on himself. Yeah, so there's just enough of it that makes you go, is he being genuine? Yeah. Does Adam Cole really trust him? Bald Metal Dave says the MJF-Cole feud is great. It's ridiculous and entertaining. Looking forward to see who screws who first. Hopefully we get the match at Wembley. Buddy, we might get... FTR versus Cole and MJF at Wembley. Mm. And then if they fail at those at that match, then mm. their match at all out type of thing. Yeah, possibly. We got Sawyer saying, I want whatever booking gets me more Juice Robinson talking on my TV mm. uh each week. He's great. He's really, really great. Zaro Big L says, damn, Sean, doesn't Reg uh, have enough issues considering he has to watch his back after that Athena interview. Only MJF can pump up a basic move to blow a crowd. Yep. They need to keep Zangief Cage and Big Bill as a team. Lariat Powerbomb uh, needs a name. It, it was such an incredible move and one that just like you don't see a no. standing Lariat with no. a Powerbomb because he's so big. I It's brilliant. I, I saw that. I saw the clip of it before I watched Rampage. And I... I, I I had to watch it in context. It was it was better in yeah. context. But like this is the idea of 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 watching that and going like, why have I? This is brilliant. <laughs> like you, Larry, get a man off a guy's shoulders while the guy power bombs him. That's some brilliant big man, big man tag team wrestling. Michael Compton says, "What if Gold wins? Then Cole and Gold all turn on MJF." So, um, I don't hate that. <laughs> I actually really don't hate that. Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to get the undisputed era reunion in right. AEW. Like I've, I've held out hope for it. 
I just I don't think it's going to happen. I don't yeah. think it's ever going to match up the right way. Yeah. So Adam Cole leaning back into Bullet Club isn't something that I would necessarily hate. Right. But I wonder if they it it's not easy to make really 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 over baby faces in AEW or in wrestling. And right now WWE and AEW both have a lot of really over baby faces. Yeah. We've got Tim McFall saying Alex has been way too happy and we haven't even got to Pakabushi. We need to get his thoughts on Jericho Commander to balance things out. Jer- uh, Alex missed that segment. Uh, he was not here for that part of the review. So yeah, let's talk about Kota Ibushi and Pac instead. Yeah. Yes, let's do that. That'd be nice. <laughs> well, it was revealed. We got Don Callis coming out. We got Kenny Omega coming out. BCC go to beat down Kenny Omega. And they've got him wrapped around they're gonna they're gonna stomp on his throat with a chair and moxley goes any final words and kenny goes look at the screen kota ibushi is coming fightfulselect.com best five dollars in the business right reported that kota ibushi would be joining but before that pack showed up fightfulselect.com best five dollars in the business today on rec spec i said i think it's gonna be packed Mm-hmm. People said, why? I said, well, think about the last time Pac was on TV. Well, no, it's, it's, it's perfect. They broke perfect. his face. Yeah. Alex. They did. Or, I love or it. as Pac called it, you broke my nose bone. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, that's good. People ask him, why didn't Ibushi show up? Well, right after this show, Kenny Omega said, hey, just so you guys know, almost everybody here had like 12 to 20 hour travel days to get mm-hmm. here. Kenny Kyoto Bushi ain't going to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. No. No. They say Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and he'd say, Who sneezed? <laughs> he ain't going there. <laughs> oh my God. How many people asking flights from Tokyo to Saskatoon? I'm, I'm going to guess oh, minimum six. Brother, people asking if it's all elite or a short term run. Right now, I believe it's a short term run. He hasn't been keen on signing contracts for a long time. Then he signed one with New Japan. And how did that go? Uh, it wasn't Ibushi. It was a video of Ibushi. Yep. But King of the North says, Kota Ibushi is coming, and so did I. Tristis says, Pac did 3,000 sit-ups every day when he was gone. Drew Douglas, my good friend, says, I haven't been this excited for Ibushi since the Bengals beat the Ravens in the playoffs. I was there right next to Drew Douglas as we as we saw that. Beautiful rejection from Sam Hubbard. I think these are two extremely appropriate surprises for this. Of course, it would have been great to have Brian Danielson, but I yeah. think Pat fits that very oh, well. And, and the great, great thing is, Alex, they had they had a good number two option. If Chris Hero were to have wrestled, yeah, that would have made an awful lot of sense too. Sure, but I love um, this. I love this because you know Pac is doesn't need a lot of prompting by Don Callis to, to go after Kenny. Like, Hey, um, so we need a, we need a fifth guy because it doesn't look like Jericho is willing to join up because Jake Hager made him sad. Do, do you want to like decide to, to be part of our team and beat up Kenny Omega and Pox just like say less. Like I, I'm absolutely. I'm going to do that. That sounds great. It, it makes sense for him why he would go after Kenny Omega and the elite, but, uh, and also why the BCC would say, yeah, this guy kind of fits our deal. He loves brutalizing people. So, yeah, let's just do some more of that. Christopher Hart says, any idea about the New Japan, how New Japan feels about Kota in AEW? Notice they didn't use his theme. Is it a per-appearance deal? 
Based on what I've heard now, I'll find out more tonight, I'm sure. Uh, I think it's per appearance. Kota Ibushi said that he and New Japan were on decent terms. And, I, I mean, I know there was other stuff going on with Kota Ibushi that, that yeah, that's for, for him to talk about. But I think it's probably best for all that this waited until after they mended defenses. Yeah. Yes. Arza says, I think I like all of Kenny's segments. They're just produced like an, an like a shonen anime. I don't know what shonen is, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he's very clearly heavily influenced. And I'm yes. very excited for the Ibushi thing because this adds an awful lot to just the roster in general, to yep. potential tag teams, to some some expanding the universe level stuff. Right. And you want to get this in, man. Cody Ibushi's 41 years old. He ain't getting yeah. any younger. He can still do incredible stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Absolutely. Jordan Scott says, imagine if MJF and Cole win it all in and one of them turns, then have them turn on the biggest stage yet. The heat would be huge, would mess the titles up, though. Yeah, I don't think that you necessarily have them turn if they win the titles. I don't think you screw up the tag title situation just to do that, unless there's a sensible reason for it. No, no, I don't. I don't think they should. W- they should win the titles and then immediately, like, play. If they don't win the titles, have them win the titles and play it out. Like, have them win the titles. Um, if FTR beats um, uh, Bullet Club Gold, then they they say they're gonna. They already have it play, played out when it's gonna be in Hartford on a specific date, and I forget where what date it is, but um, where MJF and Cole would face FTR. Yeah. Um, and have them win the titles there and carry them into all in they can lose the titles there after like a six week reign and and then implode after they after they um uh they lose but the one thing i do i do would like to actually see is for them to turn on each other at the same time like like they both were planning something so each guy like brought a different weapon they hid under the ring like and it happened to be in the same spot and they were like what wait you and i yeah, no, this was never going to work. Like them knowing each other too well would be kind of fun too. Everybody has fun when people get turned on at the same time, as Alex true. suggests. Yeah. Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. As I mentioned earlier, we have a short interview with Pretty Deadly coming up on Friday from Money in the Bank weekend. Uh, I will be heading to Atlanta next week to do some work uh, and then back in Detroit for SummerSlam to do media and all that good stuff. But we are marching towards 100,000 subscribers. My birthday is August 30th. I so badly want to get to 100,000 subscribers by then. It would mean an awful lot. We have overcome our channel being shut down before, uh, being like hidden by a lot of things, being messed with the algorithm, messed with us big time. There were a lot of things like that. But we've got shorts that we are doing a lot more of, like clips from the shows. Uh, you can also always check out Fightful Scraps uh, for interview clips and the like. But I've got a new series coming out, a short series that will appear on Instagram, our TikTok, probably Facebook, Threads, Twitter, and all that. But especially here at YouTube.com slash Fightful on Shorts. It's called Real Fights in Pro Wrestling, where we give you bite-sized recountings of real fights. I'm going to be doing a bunch of these series uh, for you guys to check out. Very, very excited about that. In Simmons wraps us up and says, crowd wasn't excited enough to me for Pac returning in the Ibushi video, but listen, I need Ibushi versus Takeshita. In Simmons, this was just not a big crowd. Early on, no. I noted how dark they shot it, and I had people saying, well, it's a very, very light crowd. Like, it's 
very just not not a good one and that's unfortunate but next week i think they'll be doing all right alex uh, I, I I think so too. Um, I I don't I don't I think it was cool that they decided to like run a bunch of shows in in Canada, but it does it does feel like there's a, there's a there's not the uh, the appetite yeah. for live wrestling there. Uh, I think mainly because it's the it's the it's the summertime and everyone in Canada just wants to be outside. <laughs> sure, sure. And uh, as of let's see, WrestleTix as of a week ago. Uh, they had opened up ever upper deck sections and uh, they had sold about 5,700 tickets and they had set up for 8,200. Now this is a nice change because just a few days before that their setup was 6,300. So they mm. added 2000 seats That's for cool. this show. And then a week before that they had opened up 1200 more seats for that. Wow. So very good movement there. Hopefully this is you know, sort of that renaissance wrestling right now. We talked about it on the list and you boy today wrestling's hot, man. WDB is doing killer numbers, great viewership numbers, great attendance numbers. They are about to both get big media rights deals. Wish AEW was doing better by, by right. live attendance, but buddy 75,000 distributed for a yeah. show next month. Yeah. That's special. Uh, we, are, we are in a special time for pro wrestling. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Alex, tell the people what you got going on. Uh, well, what I got going on now is figuring out what happened to my computer that it completely turned into a brick. Um, but after that, hopefully, if that works, um, then this weekend we'll be doing a um, something. I'm not sure if I'm going to do Friday or Saturday, but I'll let you guys know mm -hmm. uh, for, for SmackDown, Rampage, and... Um, uh, this huge thing we got we got going on on Saturday, so probably a Saturday um, a sour grab show uh, covering everything that's happened over the weekend. Um, Monday, of course, doing the raw review with Miss Kate Fabe. Tuesday on this channel with N doing NXT with Miss Kate Fabe. Uh, this Friday on uh, Know Your News on our Get the Flick Out of Here show, we're reviewing Mister Nanny, starring oh, Hulk Hogan. Brother, pun intended. Uh, pro pun intended. So I I have never seen this. Uh, this was a Kate. This this was a Kate thing. She told me I had to watch it, so I'm going to. Did you all ever watch Wrong Side of Town? No, we have not watched that. Oh my god! No. You all have to watch Wrong well, Side of Town. I I want to do like a sister show where we only review movies that star wrestlers. <laughs> oh well, man, like you're just completely separate of this. This would work for that. Yeah. I mean, okay. for for those who've never watched Wrong Side of Town, it came out in 2010 and. Prominently features Batista, Rob Van Dam, and Ja Rule <laughs> on the cover. And it is very much a starring Rob Van Dam movie, yes, but that's yes, not it. Yeah. Stormy Daniels is in this movie. Wow. Omarion. And if you go, who the hell? Why does Omarion sound mm -hmm. familiar? He was in B2K. Mm -hmm. But Viscera, King Mabel wow. makes an appearance. Wow. In this that's movie. Big. That's big. That's big. It's a Literally horrible big. movie. But Alex, you, yeah. have you heard the infamous pick a hand story? Uh, no. Where supposedly Rob Van Dam and ECW looked at Taz and said, pick a hand. And Taz went, what? And he goes, pick a hand. And Taz said left. And then he punched him with his left hand. Wow. It plays out in this movie. <laughs> Great stuff.
Oh, <laughs> uh, guys, thank you all so much. Check out Listing Your Boy today. Uh, we really are in our wheelhouse talking about the business of pro wrestling and how rights fee deals are going to happen. FightfulSelect.com reported today WBD is in favor and pushing for an expanded pay-per-view schedule. It's, that's very pertinent news. Please support original reporting. Until next time, guys, we're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.